Would you still love me if I was a worm? I... (laughs) (laughs) To be very honest... Like, okay, if we're being realistic, worms don't have faces. Uh Like, would you have a face or you're saying you're a full-on worm? You require me to have a face? I don't want to have a worm as a wife, if we're being realistic. I'm... Like, I would need you to have a face to talk to me. Like so that's kind of racist, if we're going to be honest. Not the right word. <laughs> Can I ask you a serious question? Hmm. Like, this is 100% serious. Hmm. What is your opinion when it comes to, like, Meteorites. illusionists and, like, hypnotists? So, like, do like, you think they're faking it? I've always wondered, because, like, we have, like, the, the stock show here, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to get picked up. By one of those like where they do that where they call you out and like you list them like that and that's like always the texas one is that it's always like that guy who travels around just texas and he like lines everybody up on stage sits them and like puts them to sleep and then does this and does yeah. that or whatever and i always like i've seen some like stuff about it where they say that a lot of the especially for performance right because like technically even if it's just between a couple people it's still performance right because yeah. you're still entertaining the people around you even if you're trying to take it seriously like oh my god i'm really hypnotizing you jesus i'm talking so fast um but like, I'm reading the subtitles, don't worry. Okay, well. But, like, you know, I, I think that a part of it is, like, does the actual person, like, they tw- they want to believe it so hard that it actually happens? You know? Mm-hmm. That they want it to happen so bad that like they're, they're actually, so like... they're so excited that they're so actually... That's all, but is that also a part of the... Of the show. Of the hypnot... No, of the hypnotizing. Oh, okay, okay. Like, a, part of it. Like, is it because they, like, make themselves believe that no, they're I, doing No, I get that exactly thing? what you mean. You know what I'm saying? And it goes back to the definition of what hypnosis is in yeah. itself some people th- relate hypnosis with oh you fall asleep that's not no hypnosis has more to do with like well i know but let's i'm t- got to talk about all of it right because it does come back to that part right so like hypnosis like i know what you mean that there is different there's performance ones there's like fun ones whatever but then there's like i'm gonna like it doesn't really make any sense there's part part of it is real but part is not like hitler right in reality with his words and like stuff like that he put people under a form of agenda a form hypnosis of... yeah yeah excuse me but you know what i'm saying like like he put that into their minds like to believe yep, like a certain absolutely. thing and that's like a i mean my i don't know i need to research that more like i'm gonna look it up what the meaning of it is hold on but you would say based off of what you know right now in your limited amount of knowledge no that hypnotists are to an extent doing hypnosis like you you would relate it to that that hypnotists are doing hypnosis. Yeah. What are you saying? Of hypnotists course. are performing hypnosis. Well, that's the point is like hypnosis itself. That's where I talk about like hypnosis itself is just like an illusion to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I think, yes, they are doing hypnosis, but that's what it is. Like, it's just, it can and, be fake. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's just me. It says, yeah, because like, okay, this definition, it says, can you really be hypnotized? And it says, short answer is yes, but maybe not the way that you think. So it's like that thing. It's like, yes, you can be hypnotized, but in a way that's like just mind mind manipulation to make Mm -hmm. you believe. That's what I'm saying. What if part of it is like them wanting to believe it's happening so much? So that's why it does happen. Right. And we'll talk about it more in the movie, but like the way like the master did that with that one woman in the house. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's like, oh, um. You know, and she's talking to him and she's like, oh my God, who is that guy in armor? She seemed like it was like a spectacle. You know what I'm saying? Like she was excited about it. So she got really into it. But that's a part of it, right? Like that she's excited. So she like really like let herself get into this like little fantasy of like, oh, I went 
into my past life or something, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know. No, and I mean, technically, we could also argue that she was senile. No. So this one's really relating to it. So it says, okay, yeah, and there's older people, but I mean, even then, I think in general, just anybody who's really willing to, like, push that out and just get into, you know, the whatever it is they're doing, the illusion, they mm-hmm. will, you can do anything because your mind is very strong. Absolutely. Like, I like always your agree. dreams are technically what? Full-on illusions. And, like, they're not, they're intense. Like, if your dreams can fully make you believe that you're doing something in a dream like you're fully there like you even you even experience like touch and feeling and everything inside these dreams and so that's the same thing with like hypnosis they're just somebody who's manipulating it to make you experience it while you're awake or while you're more conscious of what you're doing yeah make sure whatever you're doing you share it because i want to have some of these dreams jesus fuck you never had like a like a vivid like dream of like touching you want me to be 100 percent honest yeah i have had those but uh-huh. for some reason i always relate them to either violence or to food so I've for example in my dreams pain i can feel physically like if something like i don't know hypothetically like i fall and i like hurt my arm or like someone stabs me i yeah. feel a pain physically uh-huh. one and also the but other is it, like, thing just like a shake or something well, it's, it's it's more of a cramp type yeah. thing maybe but the other getting, thing, like, cramped in real life. <laughs> yeah, and I'm getting a cramp in real life. And the other thing is food. Like, I remember yeah, oh, perfectly, man. like, if I have dreams about food and I smell something or taste something, like, myself and my but sleep are just smiling and, like, Isn't my that mouth is watering. That, like, yes, there is a smell that is real. Like, the, yes, there is, like, a feeling. Like, let's say if I want to feel leather in my dream. There okay. is an actual feeling of leather, right? Yeah. And you've done it before. You felt leather. But your mind is so strong that you can actually create that feeling without any actually without actually feeling it just in your mind yeah. because it simulates all the other senses in your in your body like to, so, to feel that so this is the thing with dreaming right and i'm not saying it was intense like i'm feeling i'm saying like you just touched me and i i genuinely feel like oh, i did more than that in my t- dream okay well that's not for the podcast but wait so the reading thing it said think of losing yourself in a book or a movie. You're conscious, but you tune out all the other stimuli. So you tune out everything that's around you. Okay. And you get really into it. Like, the same thing with a book. I can... If I'm reading a book... Or, like, Dungeons & Dragons. Like, we'll play, but, like, we imagine ourselves in that area. <laughs> Nerd. Fuck off, okay? It's a fun game. But, like, you have to, like, push yeah, everything out. Put yourself into And it. then you get really into it. And you just pretend like you're in that, like, world. And that's something that's super strong to do. And hypnotists do that. And they use so many other skills that we couldn't even, like, get into. That, like, bring them to that moment where they put somebody to sleep or whatever yeah the mind is such a powerful thing you know we only use what like what do they say three percent or ten percent of our capacity of our like brain so imagine if we use the whole thing like in the movie limitless with oh yeah bradley cooper where you he takes the pill and then he can access the whole thing like i mean if we were able to do that shit our dreams would be amazing conversations would be one weird but two very open-minded and i feel like we could just be lifting stuff with our heads and all this have powers like lucy what like lucy who's lucy the chick who like uses more like 100 percent of her brain oh it's a movie yeah with carl johansson oh and morgan freeman lucy you're thinking ghost in the shell no i'm not (laughs) no 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 it is that one. Okay, so hypnosis is a human condition involving focused attention, reduced peripheral awareness, and an enhanced capacity to respond to suggestion. What did you call me? Hypnosis. So it puts you in that, like, you focus Trance. on one thing, you forget everything around you, yeah. and you do whatever you're told, essentially. So I'm living with my parents. Yeah, exactly. That's what hypnosis is. 
Thank you for listening to the Wrong Opinion Podcast. I'm Juan. And I'm Katie. I like your serious voice. That's nice. Well, you should hear my Severus one. That was a Harry Potter joke. I don't like you. I don't like you. For you all that have been keeping up this week, we saw the movie The Master, which is part of the cult series that we started a while back. This is the fourth film we see having to do with cults. So The Master, I I'm going to be very honest with you. I've been enjoying these last two. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to me <laughs> again. Like we Do you were like listening. Midsommar too, no? But you're saying well, out of new movies. Out of the, well, no, 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 no. Out of the cold movies, yeah. the Martha, Marcy May, Marlene has been really, really good to me. And so was The Master. Why? I, because they're not horror movies. I don't know. This one wasn't that. It was all right. Like, it was really good, like, movie-wise. But as far as, like, I really like movies that have, like, a really big ending and stuff. You know, like, I just like that. You don't like ambiguous endings that yeah, much. I, I, well, like, not that much. Yeah, it's, like, not a big deal to right. me. It's, I still, it's still such a great movie. The actors are amazing. The, the concept was awesome. It's just a really cool movie, The Master. But I really like Midsummer. Like, everybody fucking dies and this shit's on fire. Like, that's, that's entertaining to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, that's, like, a mind thing or just, like, I really like the, like, a solid ending. No, absolutely. And, I mean, the, the way I feel about The Master first thoughts like as soon as we finished it i was like wow this is a very very awkward movie oh my god very so unsettling I was covering but my in the sense of like okay so i always use this comparison and we'll get to it when we we'll get we'll get to that um we'll cross that bridge when we get there i don't like but with hereditary i always say like it's not a scary movie it doesn't scare me it just makes me feel so awkward and uneasy and unsettling right there were some pop-ups. With the master, it's the same feeling, but not in a... There was no scary moment in this one. It right. was super not, like, not open. A, yes, not in a, like, ugh type way, but in, like, a, ah, like, it's oh, just cringe. God. You know, like, unsettling in that sense. I think Joaquin Phoenix, as expected, did a great job of playing just ill-minded, awkward feller with, like, a problem that is not only, like, external problem... But internal as well. So, like, mm-hmm. his internal problems you mentioned, you know, most likely he does have a mental illness. He has all this PTSD. He has... <laughs> what did you say? It's from a TikTok. I'm just dumb. Okay. I well, just need to stop watching TikTok. Well, well, we're Vine kind of people over here in this podcast. Vine okay. does not exist anymore. We have to get over it. We have to move Don't on. Don't remind me. And external problems is his excessive drinking, which mm-hmm. causes violence. Yeah, like a side... he always has fights. Like, yeah, so he's dealing with two types of conflicts, right? Internal external freaking joaquin phoenix freaking 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 joaquin phoenix like i don't know how to explain it but he makes explain. it seem like it's genuinely him oh yeah like, i wonder and I'm like, like he's not acting i don't even know what he's like anymore <laughs> but i think it's yeah. because it's listen I'm i understand listening. it's only been two movies that he's been this exact character because i won't lie this character that he was in the master was pretty much joker i thought we were gonna say walk the line no that guy was sober and more relaxed. Johnny and Cash. Johnny Cash. Like that. Which is crazy because I know he wasn't sober. But I'm saying like majority of the movie he was still like a person that yep. you could talk to. And he made great songs. And like you know what I'm saying? But like this one he legitimately was like the exact same person he was in Joker from beginning to end. Very like. No, no, no. I'm And I mean this. I don't even mean this in a terrible way. I'm just saying I was kind of thrown off that I thought that he created Joker for the Joker movie, but it almost seems like they saw this movie and they're like, can you do that, but in this one? Well, it, and, you know, if you go back 
to this year's Oscars, which I think you didn't get to see that part with me, but you saw basically the highlights of it. If you look at his acceptance speech for when he got Best Actor for Joker, obviously, Mm -hmm. it seems like he's genuinely not all there. And the stuff that he talks about makes you realize, like, I'm not saying Joaquin Phoenix, the man, like, very good actor. I'm not saying he's, like, off in the head. I'm not saying that. But, like, you can tell he's gone through something. Maybe I need to do my research and, like, actually look at interviews and stuff because he's probably explained it by now. But, like, you can tell that he's gone through a lot of stuff to where acting these roles, like, performing these roles comes naturally to him. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he had some very straight-up, like, childhood trauma or something. I think his brother died, so he's already heard about that. And then, like, if you go back, whoever has time to do this, listen to his acceptance speech at the Oscars and watch it more so than anything. Yeah. He's just, like, shaking. He looks down at the ground. He's upset. Like, he's like, no, no clapping, please. Like, straight up, like... And he's talking very intellectually. He knows what he's talking about, right? But he delivers it very like scared and nervous about it i don't know like so when we saw you know when you see him in interviews he's pretty relaxed he's pretty relaxed like even with that one that fucking jimmy kimmel like shit on him he was just so like well he didn't shit on him he put him on the spot which is pretty much no no no. he shit the fuck on him and i fucking hate jimmy kimmel for that fucking reason it was just was it kimmel or fallon it was was kimmel Kimmel. and i knew i knew it only because i was like damn kimmel not fallon did this shit but (laughs) jim fallon like it was bad and like what i'm referring to because i'm gonna bring it up just so we can like be on the same page here for my audience um in one of the interviews after joker uh jimmy kimmel interviewed and he's like oh do you ever get mad on set you know was it like tense and stuff and you know joaquin's like yeah you know it can get pretty pretty intense or whatever um and then they pull up a fucking scene that was recorded uh i guess it was with the knowledge of joaquin phoenix but to his to his knowledge Yes. Um, to his knowledge, it had been... It wasn't going to be released anywhere. Like, it was going to be deleted. And it was a scene where he's, like, looking in the mirror and he's getting ready uh, to be on... To be a clown. To, to be on the show. And stuff. No, this was to be on the show. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, okay. I thought it, it was from No, it was in his apartment. That's why. Because if okay. it wasn't, it would have been at the other... In the beginning. Right, right. No, this one was from his apartment. Right before, like, the friends come in to give him, like, the alcohol and stuff. They... He he's there and he's like talking or something and he says he's talking to the cameraman or some to some of the crew and he's yelling and he's but he's serious and he's like you know fucking get this shit fucking done or whatever I can't remember what he's saying it's just like it was one of those things where it was like that Christian Bale one of him yelling oh yeah which is my favorite video because honestly it sounded like he was frustrated with the the he was frustrated with the producer because the producer walked on on the back of a set in the middle of like recording and he's like what the fuck are you doing like he like the an actor. Yelling, yelling at the at, producer. At, at, it was producer or it was a director or somebody like that. He was just pissed. He was yelling at him. And super British, like Christian Bale sounds. And so that one was like a really big deal. And, but everyone expected that because like Christian Bale is Christian Bale. Like the way he acts, he's just a great actor as well. Like he's very like insane how he goes from like this to that in a lot of different movies. Mm-hmm. So it's expected that these people go fucking insane at one point. Like they're just very theatrical. And so like with this one, like we expected with a lot of them because we knew that from Heath Ledger's, you know, performance like that is joker that he went through a lot and not to mention it's such an intense movie in general like he needs to be so into it otherwise he'll lose any good performance for the 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 shoots you know right so he was saying something about being quiet or i don't know what the fuck he was talking about or why he couldn't get into something so he was cussing and he was mad but like if it had gone a funny route in the video or if if something had messed up the funny way i would i don't think he would have had a problem with it 
but like it was him seriously just pissed, you know? And I guess Jimmy Kimmel was thinking he was doing something like we did with Christian Bale because when Christian Bale's thing came out, everybody was like, God, he's such a dick. Christian Bale's a dick, you mm-hmm. know? But like, you can, can't hate him. He's a great actor, whatever. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that was it for them. But for this one, everyone just felt extremely terrible because Joaquin Phoenix's reaction wasn't like, man, fuck them. And like, this is, this and that. He was like, oh, you know, they weren't supposed to release that footage. Um, and he just like couldn't even talk or say anything. Yeah, he was so he was thrown so off. So uncomfortable and so hurt. And everyone was like, "What the fuck? This is so fucked up." Like, there's clearly something wrong with him. Not to mention the last guy who played the Joker killed himself. Killed himself. You know what the fuck are you uh, doing? Wait, no, the two guys ago. Sorry, Jared Leto. No, oh, yeah, I forgot Jared Leto. Yeah, we don't talk about Jared Leto. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's very like it's tense for a reason. Like. And there's clearly other things going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was really fucked up, you know? And then Jimmy Kimmel was like, oh, we got to tell our, you know, our ba- our video guys to do it. I'm like, no, no, no. You you run the show. You should have power to say what the fuck you, goes on. You your- know what? When, when that episode or clip or whatever came out, it made me realize, like, I thought with these late night shows, I thought they always talk to the guests beforehand and kind of go over, like, what they're going to talk about. Like, oh, we're probably going to pull up this no. clip or memory that you did. I mean, it's the same Is it thing always, the, like, random? So it's the same thing with, like, when you have a PR person, you have a publicist, and then they're like, oh, he's just going to ask a couple questions like this, you know, answer it, that's good, that's it. Like, it, they go over minimal stuff. And at that point, it could even also be his own publicist that allowed something like to happen. Got it, got it. But, like, let's assume that everybody's just trying so to he, stir they, the com- pot. You yeah, know? they completely pulled up. it out of nowhere, and this guy, Joaquin he Phoenix, is just so like, uncomfortable. What? Yeah. And and going back to what you were saying, it's like we, we start to realize that he's played this role before, but like he's probably gone through so much to where it just comes naturally. Like mm-hmm. he's and I mean, he he's nothing it's like not that, that in Gladiator. It's, it's not that it's bad. And he did All a great I'm role. Saying, there. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying like it threw me off that I thought that Joker was like unique in that sense. Yeah. And I was like, I guess he's not. I mean, he was clearly more theatrical and Joker because he was also like. The laughing thing, really. The laughing you know, and, like, the the part where he basically is explicitly mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie, it seems like it's in the 1950s, and it seems like nobody's accepted that he is... Mentally ill. Yeah, that he has that he has problems. The only one who has is the master. So, so that's the general feeling, like, the movie. But to explain kind of, like, like a big side, because we're just talking so much, and I'm, like, breathing heavy. Um, but, like, to go through it, so, like, essentially, this is what I got from it. Because there was a lot of stuff that's, like, super vague. Like, you could really not yeah, understand. Yeah, it's more up to interpretation, each person's I personally, interpretation. on my side, I think that in the beginning, you know, um, the master, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Uh, rest in peace. He literally just is so such a good actor um i didn't realize the whole hypnosis thing until later on because like i didn't realize what they were doing really even until even at the interview that he does when he first interview interviews um jesus i can't even remember joaquin's being freddie freddie of course he repeats it a bunch of times I didn't even know when he did that first interview where he kept, you know, he's putting him back in the session. The processing type thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what that was either. I was like, she's just a really... And I think that's interesting to note that we saw it from a perspective of somebody who full-on came in and did not know what was happening. 
you know, they just sees a group of people and they're like, oh, we're together and we believe in something, you know? Absolutely. So I thought that was really interesting that that was a lot different from what we saw before. Because we never saw his his troubles that he went through. It's just that this man literally saw a mentally challenged person or not even even if he don't know he was, even if he didn't know he was mentally challenged, he saw somebody who was a drunk and had a lot of just anger issues. damaged in general. Yeah, he had a lot of problems, you know, and he was just like you're special, you're brave, you know, this this and that and he just kind of like I don't know, he just ran with it. he was just kind of like, "Oh, you have been through that." So now what I think is the theory is that I mean, he said it a bunch of times. I think he said it, but the way that the the master like speaks jokes about it. Well, not jokes. The way he speaks is just very like uh, dramatic. So a extra. lot of the words very, he uses are very big, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, very you know? extra. So he says, uh, I think I believe that's what he's trying to say. Is at one point, is that like the reason that Freddie is the way he is is because all of his past lives have been through a lot. Because that's what they believe. They believe that everybody has a past life, has a bunch there of past is. life, yeah, I was gonna say. right? And you can tune into them and take what you learn from those and bring them to the to future. To this current one. Yeah. And like, just remember them and all that stuff and use them to your advantage and stuff. And like, they're saying that basically Freddie was so messed up that he, and then on top of that, he had trouble believing that it was going to work. So he wouldn't, he wouldn't get fixed, you know? That's what I'm assuming. That's what I got from it. I don't know if you got from that part. As far as Freddy goes, not not just the whole quote, just just Freddy in his little Yeah, I mean, when you and I were watching the movie, I think if you remember, I at the time didn't even think he was mentally ill or challenged. I didn't I yeah. I, I, gen- I generally thought, look, he's just like okay, hold okay, on. Okay, but Let me he's standing. That. Everybody's out. Everybody's on the beach. He's standing on his own doing like some coconut shit drinking the water making some random alcohol thing right the only thing is like if he is just a drunk that's a little bit much for somebody who's just a drunk because the way he was standing he does that that click that stand where he like puts his arms forward and his his, elbows forward he puts his elbows forward he puts his his hands on his stomach and he like or like on his side he does does that and then he does that that's his relation to like somebody who's i don't know i feel like like know. that's why like I that's was, what i got from that because even wa- there he was like weird yeah no th- when i was watching the movie straight up i was like oh he's definitely not ill he just has a drinking problem which causes an antisocial yeah. like personality um also they said his mom was in an asylum or something yeah, an asylum so that's and the dad like died it. yeah due okay to being drunk. <laughs> yeah well pff, straight up but um i don't know like i there's two exchanges that i really like in the movie which really goes back to the whole ambiguity behind it where we are all going to interpret this movie differently. I mean, yeah, it's about a cult, right? And the master is the cult leader, obviously, so he has charge and all this stuff. But the two exchanges that I really liked is when you said he's the first processing when Freddy's talking to the master, right? And then he's just asking excessive questions after they just had their poison. Which is what he calls the alcohol that he Bro, makes. Bro, what the fuck was in that? They said paint thinner was part of it? Yeah. You're not going to fucking die. Okay, so the first exchange that that happened in on the boat, oof, absolutely loved it. Mm, magnifique. The second exchange, it wasn't even exchange. Oh, sorry. like the processing. Yeah. The second thing that I really liked the most is the scene where they're with, uh, they're in the house with okay. the cause or whatever, and they're holding that little party. And then that outsider comes and starts questioning the master. And they're just going back and that forth, back perfect. and forth. 
because they start talking about like time relativity and like all these things that get, you would where, probably not expect for a cold leader to know but this guy's straight up like you don't get until you see you are brought around other people of the world yeah and i didn't even think about the possibility of hypnosis until that guy was like that's just hypnosis i was like that's fucking smart you're so right that is just hypnosis like, yeah not, not only that but like they start talking about well this is how i interpret it again they start talking about like time relativity and how like to us something might be at a different time than other and then indirectly if you think about it they're talking about quantum physics yeah but this is just so going back and forth between so like a cult leader and a the real, random guy they're using a real thing like a real you know quantum physics time relativity yeah an actual that like and i told you the whole time i was like yo this is actually a really good theory like the whole past life shit everything after doing that i think that's such a cool thing like the realize realization of like past lives which is the only thing is that that's what india uses like a caste system like you were born into whatever they into the hierarchy yeah if you're born into the lower caste system you were born uh you were probably an asshole in your last life stuff like that i thought that was interesting i think theories like that are very interesting so i thought that was cool so i was like oh wow you know what's crazy is that this thing that he's doing i get what he's doing and the only thing is that's a part of it right you don't have to get the full thing you don't have to understand the full thing but you get you understand a little bit of it and then you also have this charismatic man who's super smart and like really charming and fun and all that stuff sings and he's very With a like very a supporting wife because With she very, was very supportive so a very like from the start supportive like little group mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying all those three together will bring up that like perfect cult but it had to start with like that weird random theory of like quantum physics and life stuff yeah. they're like well which it does have a point there's parts of it that still have a point absolutely but what he's doing is not doing that he's not pushing people on time he's using hypnosis he's using this big theory he's using his char- char- charisma charisma it's a big word fuck off to to create an illusion of like him being able to be that person that does that and i liked randomly meeting those people who were like no this book is trash this book means yes yeah, straight up oh my god like lauren dern's character that scene re- i was thinking about that i mean that scene hurt me Can i remember helen helen her name? so she was At the, the one very, that very was uh, she lived in philadelphia she used she was like a big follower she let all these people use her house to um, practice the cause to practice the cause right so she brings him in and she's like obsessed with this guy's past book and she's obsessed with him, you know, and she's like, oh my God, yes, like this, is and that, whatever. I just realized that's what the wife meant by the other girl because they were talking and he was like looking at her. Yeah. That's probably what Well, meant. that's why Amy Adams is like, I don't care what you do. I honestly don't as long as no one that I know finds out what you're doing mm-hmm. and just keep it at as that. As long as that I don't know. As long as I don't know and as long as no one I know finds yeah, out what you're doing. That's super weird. Aside from that, so Laura, Laura, Laura Dern that scene helen right so when she comes up to him after he makes a second book and she's like so why does it say can you imagine like didn't we used to use can you recall can you recall because we were trying to say that they're not imaginary things they were recall the real they things. are they did happen um and it was funny is that what i think is like he probably did mess up like he's probably like, he's just tired because this is not point. a real thing right like it's all just making it up as he goes mm-hmm. right so he says that imagine thing and then somebody who was actually like really into it who has gotten some kind of logic from this thing was like it's genuinely hey, questioning him why did you do that but she's even she's really <laughs> doing it with such, and he's just like what do you want like he just yells, yells at her, at her. that yeah. that scene was very like oof it just threw, no and that was interesting because that that was really i was gonna say triggering but um i mean like millennial language it was 
relative to the fact that like she did that because I'm sure that she's one character in this movie but in a lot of cults that's going to be a lot of the problem is that there is that person who really did dedicate that time to this and then because relief. it's not real because it's not an, an organized science because it's not right. like an actual thing something fucked up you know and she's just kind of like hey is there a reason that we're like murdering people now you know like but well, i know they didn't but you know what i'm saying no, like no, i know, I, know what why you do mean. We, I, th- I thought we liked life like why are we murdering people like hey man we gotta do what we gotta do shit changes and and in this case the master's like you can tell by the time that he publishes his second book by the time he calls freddie when freddie's in the theater and he's like hey we're in britain now we're in england like i like like i mean we've been saying this whole time we can interpret this movie very differently everyone that watches it but me at the end when he's already in britain and all this stuff like i just think he's escaping one from the law in the u.s he's like okay people are figuring out that i'm just saying things out of random like pulling stuff out of my ass and just saying it but he's also over there because he's like i'm done man i'd rather just start this school and people just believe it and keep going and expressing it and teaching it. No, but I'm done ha- with he, this job. I think job. he just got a second wind. When he moved, it was super weird, right? Because it seemed like it was dying out because of what happened like with Laura Dern. Yeah. But like my thing is the way this thing works is you capture a group of people, right? Set amount of people, yeah. Group of people. Because there's like a there's a big world, right? And you have a net. I hope it's big. Fuck. There's a whole world, right? There's a whole group of people that you've... you've um, Acquired? Not acquired. That you've... Uh, Recruited? No, even before that, you just experience like you just let the fuck exposed. There you go. That you've exposed yourself, your yourself and your teachings to, right? Out of those people, there's gonna be a few people that do follow. Mm-hmm. Out of those people, there's gonna be a few people that dedicate. Those people dedicate are either gonna learn that it's a sham and still go with it, or really believe it and believe everything that he says. Yeah. So you're just gonna have to keep going in this big net until you get more of a clump of that smaller group that actually does believe mm-hmm. it. So that's what I'm saying is that like yes, that person did do that, but out of all the people that do, I mean, he did find somebody like his wife who's extremely dedicated. So I'm sure there's many people like his wife like that, and then you have his son who who's said, like straight who said up straight up. like you're not seeing that he's making this all up. You're not seeing that this none like of he's this probably is real. tired of it too. He's like, yeah, oh, give it. Well, like, he, he wasn't in the family there, dinner, right? but he stays there. So yeah, that's like that's the thing is right. Like it's just that's interesting and in the scene there's lots of different groups of people that are going to react to the way that this is yeah in the scene where they're having dinner it's totally amy adams the master his daughter and then rami malik who's the husband of his daughter mm-hmm. the son isn't there because the son's probably like have has why had is it the, why he's like is i don't want to fall the into daughter's this daughter's really into it too yeah and rami malik is just him as like they I'm i generally so don't think I'm that's so why sad. i generally don't think they needed him they just yeah. needed someone to be, like, the husband character of the daughter, if that makes any sense. He would have been so much cooler as, like... If he had a bigger role. He was just... a good friend, I don't too. even think he had that many lines. No, that's really upsetting. I don't know why my voice did that. Oh, my God. What? I was going to say, like, for example, what was your opinion on Amy Adams' character? Because, to me... So again, ambiguous. To me, she also didn't give a shit about all of this at this point. That's why when she talks to Freddie and wakes him up, it's like, hey, like... We're trying to help you. He's trying to help you. Like no, I think she work really it believed it. That's why she's getting that close because she saw what was going on. But she was like, "You need to believe." Like she generally, like I oh, generally, okay. I didn't. Take I it think like she that. was like a super believe. But what her difference was is that, is that the master was in this like crazy like, oh my god, I found this guy and he's changing my mind and he's making me right, you yeah. know. And Amy's like a businesswoman about the cause, right? So she's looking yeah. at the cause, but she's also like. This person is a liability and he's causing problems. You no know? pun intended. This is not. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what I think. I think she really believes it, but she really, really believes it. In that yeah, way. I, did, I don't Does know. Does that make sense? I, yeah, it 100% makes sense. I didn't get it, that from her. 
I got like from the little scenes where the camera's on her and her eyes are just like, like, you can tell by the eyes, Chico. No, or I don't know what the line is oh from Scarface, God. but like in the part where like he's singing and dancing when they're having that celebration at the party, you you can see like not regret, but like I don't know. I don't even know what the emotion is, but like when she's looking at her husband, it's kind of like super fake smiling, fake eyes. The See, conversation that they had in the bathroom. To me, when she's like, it's very disconnected. Not, not only is it like you do what well, you want, just don't let me find out. And so don't then let... maybe okay. So I get you. It, so it's maybe more she's like, just more like following. It's more like, look, I don't give a shit what you teach these people. Just make money and like but provide it in a way. That's how stuff, I interpreted though. it. But she still also says stuff because she like wants she her husband it. to believe it in that. Well, point. no, but like the way she's like, oh, Fred, you know, she says to her, the master, she's like, Freddie's not gonna believe. You know, he's not doing it right or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So is that her being smart enough to like know how to talk to her husband and say like, hey, yeah, he's not that's worth how it. I took it. Or just saying like, he's not believing in your cause. And especially the mm-hmm. husband, the way he said that, he's like, I don't believe he... Because he, like the master... Yeah. Okay, I, get, I, never got, I never got that. That's really cool. Because like the that. master is like so into it and so done at the same time with it. But the wife is it just trying like to like... He's like a midlife crisis yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, it. obviously, yeah. He, he went to jail for like a day or whatever. Well, no. Like... Aside from that, like the way that he's like randomly writing all this stuff like you know this trying to get that. it all going to phoenix out of nowhere to ride a motorcycle like yeah. that's he's going through something yeah. but what but like i said what i took from amy adams is like look this is just a wife that needs to live him. she has kids let's just go along with it that's how i took amy adams character like she also didn't give a shit first wife because those because like those girl like his daughter was very young and his son uh, not young very old the son and the daughter were very old and then she's pregnant with like a baby, a baby. Yeah. Well, yeah, and no she's shit. also young too, compared to him. Oh yeah, I mean, Amy Adams, I would say, is significantly younger than this guy. What's his name? Philip Seymour, Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah. So, having to do with this and like talking about past lives and all that stuff, not to get serious, but there's a little anecdote that I wanted to share with you. Hmm? And <laughs> I feel like people right now is like, "Yo, here we go with his friends or his family always." having something special and and i genuinely don't mean it like this but if you ask any of my family members on my mom's side they've all had like weird experiences i'm not making this up okay all of them but i don't think my mom shared this with you yet but i'll share with you guys so i have a younger cousin um and he right now is either 10 the the dream thing he's either 10 or 11 he could be nine um, he's 10 or 9 actually is it, is it important to the story or are you just acting like an old man that's like gonna repeat every detail about this story? i think he's 10 or 9 you and need <laughs> to tell you need to like laugh into the mic and because a, it sounds like i'm just roasting at you and you're just like crying no 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 trying to explain the story and a couple of years ago when he was like seven or six this straight up happened our aunt and uncle or my aunt and uncle told us everyone in the family yeah yeah we were dating so That's supposedly my little cousin at the time, uh-huh. he was younger, he says he woke up one day, right? And he was just like super like weird. He felt weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then my tia, his mom, was talking about taking a trip somewhere to my uncle or whatever. And you know how like little kids, they know stuff, but they don't know everything or they don't remember things accurately. Yeah. Right? They were like, oh, like my aunt and uncle were talking to each other. And she's like, yeah, I want to take the kids here, all this stuff. And maybe we can go over here. And she pointed somewhere, like, jokingly, like, in another country, if I remember correctly, she said. Or, like, across 
the U.S. or something like that, and they've never traveled past Texas in the U.S. Yeah. And my little cousin who was eating breakfast was like, oh, I've been there. And my aunt and uncle, like, look at him, like, and they're wow. like, what? And they laugh. It's like, no, you haven't. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I've been there. And I'm like, no, you're probably thinking of this place. He's like, no, no, I've been there. And he's like, eating cereal. And they're like, seriously, like, you have not been there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I went there, and straight up to their faces, like, yeah, I went with my uh, sister and all this stuff, and we had fun and, like, made up this straight-up, like, scenario, which at the time, he didn't have a sister. Yeah. And not to she mention, was a baby. like, just saying it without no pause and everything. Right. Like, he straight-up no said pause. something without a, without a pause. He straight-up said a full-on scenario, like, yeah, we went here, and then you took us to this restaurant and all this stuff, and, like, he went on and on and on for, like, a good, like, two minutes, and my aunt and uncle say that they were, like, what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, in my, like, he straight up was like, yeah, in my other life. I've been there before and all this okay, stuff. Okay. And I was like, what? And they said that they were like, obviously laughing uh, with him. Like, we gotta take him back. They, <laughs> <laughs> yes. they, like, they say that, like, he just smiled, finished his breakfast, whatever, left. And right. they laughed about it. Yeah. And they laughed about it. But deep down, they were like, did this kid just, like, <laughs> randomly <laughs> have some sort of, like, experience in his dream? Like, like I said, kids remember things wrong all the time they're mm-hmm. like don't remember things accurately and they're kids they can joke but they said that they saw some like authenticity to what he was saying yeah they felt it because he was talking he wasn't smiling he wasn't laughing or anything he He's wasn't like, like yeah i did that yeah he wasn't being like, like no. yeah like no no he was like oh yeah i've been there before with my sister and we had this thing at this restaurant and i enjoyed it and also and we also went th- and they had never been there yeah they don't Not even have a daughter even mentioned it mm-hmm and that's the only time where... That swallow was nice. Sorry, I was choking. Oh, Jesus. And that's the only time where, like, <laughs> in that sense, and talking about hypnosis having to do with, like, the master and past lives and all that stuff, like, that he legit brought that up. And my aunt and uncle immediately told everyone, was like, hey, the other day yeah, this kid that. was, like, saying this weird stuff, and we don't know if we yeah, should take him. like, oh, fuck. No, no, my mom was like, should we take him to the, like, psychologist? Because it's only <laughs> been just, once, and he's, like, him. seven. And they didn't take him. I mean, my thing is, like, you know what's so funny is that, like, I know you're saying, like, take him to a psychologist, but it's not even like that. A lot of kids just, like, should be talking to a professional sometimes. I don't know. That's just interesting. That's so random. It's very weird. And then I told you that that weird dream happened to me when I was a kid where I was, like, imagining people fighting above me. I don't know what it was. I imagined them fighting, and I was, like, so scared, so I was, like, under the covers covering my eyes, but I could see some, like, movement in, like, a little light reflection. And then one of them, like, hit the other one, and the other one, like, hit something and hit towards me, and then I, like, passed out. And then the next day, I literally couldn't go to kindergarten because I was, my head was hurting so much. Your head was hurting. I don't know. Weird shit like that always freaks me out because it's, like, really interesting. So. Like, people, like, searching for the voids and stuff like that. Yeah, and another thing. So, I've, I've mentioned it in another episode, but I have aunts okay. that are twins, right? Uh-huh. Now supposedly according to science twins have this like connection right like not telepathic connection but like it's because no one can actually explain the physics or like science behind it but like if one of them is sad and is like in china traveling Mm -hmm. the other might hypothetically at some point feel sad if they're like in argentina like at the same time it's just some weird connection whatever So my aunts okay. are twins. I have something in my... Th- oh! <laughs> One of them, who is the oldest of the twins, uh-huh. she was pregnant with my cousin. Mm-hmm. Right? And for a little more context, 
at my aunt, that aunt is divorced. But at the time, her husband, my uncle, tall, blonde, blue-eyed Mexican guy. Mm-hmm. Very tall. Blue-eyed Mexican guy. And she and everyone in the family, because I got to meet him before they divorced, can identify his features because they're very noticeable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's pregnant with my cousin eons ago because my cousin was born in 2000. And I wasn't aware of this story until way later. She says that one night she wakes up and she sees this man standing at the end of the bed. Like straight up, not, I'm not talking like Force Ghost, Obi-Wan, blue, transparent man. No, she sees a man with clothes on that's like, like us, like in color, not like transparent or a ghost. She sees this man, blonde, blue eyes, and just smiling at her. Not a creepy ass smile with teeth. But, like, just genuinely, like, smirking at her. Mm-hmm. And she says that she's just looking at him. She's not scared. For some reason, she says she feels safe. She feels very safe. And she's not scared whatsoever. And she doesn't bother talking to him. She opens her eyes and she's like, what? And she's just looking at this man. And he's, like, smiling. And then she went back to sleep. This happened when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, months pass by. Still pregnant. I don't know what trimester. Don't ask me. Wakes up in the middle of the night. And she sees this man in a uniform. The exact same man. Mm -hmm. Blonde, blue eyes, but does not look like her husband at the time. Like, does not look like him. It's a very different type of blonde, a very different, like, eyes, very different facial features. She's like, it's not him, because he's sleeping right next to me. Clearly. It's not him, it's just another man. Mm -hmm. But this time he was wearing a uniform. I don't know what kind of uniform she said, I can't remember. And goes back to sleep. Whatever. Has my cousin... He's now about to be 20 this year. And to this day, she says and she swears that this man that appeared was supposedly what my cousin is going to look like in his like 40s or 30s. Okay, that's some like haunting. That's very weird. And you know what's even weirder? I am not making this up. This man, Mm -hmm. at the time that my aunt is pregnant... Her sister, my other aunt, who is also the other twin, mm-hmm. at her house, <laughs> sees this man as well. Oh. And the other aunt, the one that's not pregnant, did not bring it up because she was scared. Mm-hmm. And the only reason she brought it up was because in the talk that they were having, like with coffee or whatever, once my cousin was like 12 or mm-hmm. something older, my aunt was like, I never told you guys, but I saw this man when I was pregnant that looks identical to what my my son fed mm-hmm. like he looks like he would be him in the future whatever and i remember they tell me because i wasn't in this conversation but i'm already older at this point yeah that my other aunt her sister was like what <laughs> and she's like yeah yeah i saw this man when i was pregnant twice she's like oh god and all this time she's like i saw him too mm-hmm. and then all of them were like Ugh. like you just feel crying. this weird i hate when you talk about shit like that but i also like it like i'm like really interested but i'm also like so supposedly oh, i mean i don't know how much to believe right they're twins mm-hmm. and they're women mm-hmm. okay uh, listen <laughs> like, you say we gotta cancel this no no but like show right now <laughs> but she says supposedly she saw this man twice in her whole life never uh-huh. saw him again uh-huh. and she never saw him after he was born mm-hmm. only when she was pregnant she saw him twice and that supposedly it's gonna be him in the future that she saw this man full-on in color not force ghost yoda anakin skywalker blue transparent guy no mm-hmm. no like a full-on man close at the end of the bed just smiling and like Maybe that's why she felt safe, she says. Because she knew it was, like, her son, like, 
So why did your other older. aunt feel not safe? Exactly. That's the weird part. Like, my Maybe. other aunt, she said she woke up and she wasn't married at the time because she married way later. So she was, like, living with Watch my grandparents. Your cousin's going to go into a psycho she, killer. She says that she woke up and she just saw this man. She's like, oh, my God. And just, like, went back to sleep. She's like, <laughs> nope, not going to deal with it. Yet. <laughs> but she didn't feel safe. And then my aunt, who was pregnant, felt, like, completely, like, she said she felt, like, like just safe. Like, she didn't have to scream. She didn't have to yell. She was just like, and I know this man is just... And I love her to them. death, but she can be very, like, dramatic with, like, yes, spiritual stuff. Yes, they're so... And not go- both... I'm talking about, like... Yeah, I know. The one, like, the, you know, like, the the mom, the pregnant one. Yeah. I think she can be really, like, oh, my God, and I, like, I just released, like, all well, this tension. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, she know, can be like that sometimes. You know what? And this is part of it. I'm telling you, my I people are going to think that listen to this podcast, like, Juan always has something to share and say about his family yeah, and friends. Fuck, yeah, no. But I promise you, these are all authentic. If I could somehow get you to talk to my family members, you would find out. Mm-hmm. When my grandma died in 2009, she's been dead for 11 years. No one, absolutely Can't no one, her. had talked to this one lady. This one lady went to elementary school with my mom and my aunts out of nowhere. Messages my aunt, that same twin mm-hmm. that was pregnant, mm-hmm. when my grandma died in 2009, messages her out of nowhere. She says, Your mom says for you to be okay. She's safe. I don't like that. And I just want you guys to know that she loves you very much. I don't like that. They at all. saved that email and they have it saved. I don't like that. Some random like lady that. that they had not talked to since elementary somehow found their like email or whatever the heck. Because I don't think Facebook was a thing in 2009. Or it was obviously, but like not as popular. I think it was through like message, hotmail or whatever. Straight up. And they saved it. My aunt has it, a picture of it. Messaged her. And this lady didn't introduce herself. <laughs> was straight up like, your mom says for you to be okay and she loves you and she's safe and all this stuff. And my my grandma died in January 29th of 20, 2009. This message was sent like in March or April. I, I can't remember. Super weird, man. Straight That's up. That's not. See, you're saying all these crazy shit. My, my aunt like used to say that I used to talk to angels. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, no, 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 you legit, like... Right, that's a little taking too far. And I, okay, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, like one's, one of them's believable. No, I don't know. She used to say that I would talk, but, like, have full conversations about people's lives that she was like, you would say stuff, and I'm like, what the, you know, like, what are you talking about and stuff? And then she would... But my aunt is also theatrical, like your aunt, so she would always be like, They have oh the God, same name, too. I think she's talking to... No, not that. Oh, okay, okay. But, um, like, she's... I think she's talking to angels. Like, that's what I imagine. And I'm <laughs> sitting like a there... Flower and I'm, like, talking to, like... I'm, like, having illusions, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I'm, when like, cats see, like... Yeah, like, I'm just seeing demons. She's like, oh, my God, she's seeing angels. Like, that's what I feel like is happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny face. Oh, my God, she's seeing angels. <laughs> she's, like, smoking big-ass pipe. And, like, yeah, I'm, like, flowers. fucking dankish shit, like, five-year-old me. <laughs> I don't that's, like, literally what I feel when I think of that, because, like, there's always those ants that are just real, like, and, connected. And, 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 you know, watching this this movie, like, he's talking about hypnotizing. Right? Great segue. <laughs> watching this movie, like... He's talking about hypnotizing and like all this it stuff and past lives and all this stuff. It didn't make me think about the cult. It made me think about that. Yeah. It. Oh, Jesus, I would kiss you right now. It did not make me think whatsoever of cults. It made me think of like superstitious Which is stuff good and like because you, a lot of these ones entities are not and stuff like about, that. Like that's why I said I had a problem with Martha May, uh, Martha Marcy. May. You can't even remember the name. Listen, screw you. Like, the reason why it was focused on the fact that it was a cult and it was scary, right? And it's like, all this murder. This one, it's a cult movie, right? But it was focused on the actual beliefs. You know, it was focused on, like, who's believing. 
it was a lot about like who's believing what why are they not believing why is this not working this isn't that it was always about the reactions about that you notice that yeah it was about the master and his beliefs and his problem with you know getting people to believe the son not believing the daughter not believing the new woman not believing these people not believe, like all that the whole school being created like that's what it's about was just like how this person got to that point but strangely enough you never see how they got there you just see all these different like pushes in their yeah. life you know and you see it from the point of view of somebody who is very very disconnected and i think the way that they did the recording or they recorded the way they did cinematography and the way the whole movie was filmed and script and everything was really smart because it showed you the authentic way that he saw it the way that freddie mm-hmm. saw it you know Pretty very cool. just like i don't know what the fuck is going on you know like his scenes where he he saw stuff going on and he we learned what he knew while he was learning it you know and it's very... I thought it was super interesting. It was awesome. No, no, absolutely. And, like, I just... To finish off with basically this whole concept of hypnotism and the movie, because I think we can both agree that we enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I give it... What was what did we use this first time? Which we haven't used. Oh, my God. Five knives out of five knives? Or I did you say books knives, or Bibles yeah. or whatever? Yeah. I give it a five out of five. It made me feel uncomfortable. I loved it. It was so cringe, but it was I don't so know good. What that, the ending thing really kills me. And to, I was gonna say to finish off, I genuinely love that it was ambiguous, I and I like, like talking that. about this stuff more than like cults and religion and scary stuff. I like talking about mental diseases, mental I illnesses. Like, I like that they edited it with basically him saying like, "I didn't, be, I wasn't able to fix it in this life," and they just kind of joked and said, "We'll try and fix it in the next one," like we'll meet it in the next life. I thought that was so strange. I hated his stupid like the way he was like. Yes, I figured out the way we met in the, in the past life. We we sent balloons over in the brigade. Like, all that stupid shit. Honestly, that was... That's where I started, like, really seeing that, like, fake, like, shit that he does. Where he just makes up shit as he yeah, goes. Yeah, he was just bullshitting everything. Oh, man. It's just so... But also, like, I wanted to believe it the way that they were trying to make people believe it. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Grimmel. Did you enjoy it? Yep, 3.5 knives. 3.5 knives, I give it 5. Out so five. Wait, out of what? Out of 5. Out of 5, yeah, 3.5, sure. You give it a 70. Very good. And I think with that... You work at Mathnasium. I work time. at Mathnasium, that's right. I think with that we can say that I'm looking forward to the next movie. Ooh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Wrong Opinion Pod. Wrong Opinion Pod, Twitter, Instagram. You What's the next it. movie? The next movie is Catch Me If You Can, I think. That's a complete that's not joke. Right. I just was joking. What is the next movie? God damn it. Whenever you're ready, Katie. So, fuck off. It's the full Waco miniseries. So, this is on Netflix. Oh, papitas. Again. So, it's a full series. So, it's on Netflix. That's the Waco so series. Really One season. I'm so excited. Thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.